0: We thought food was only something that could be enjoyed. And really, there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing. So much of life happens in the kitchen. It's a place to gather,
1: to laugh, to burn your meatloaf while the kids do their homework at the kitchen island. So if life is
0: happening in the kitchen,
1: that's where we want to be. It doesn't have to be so hard. We can be great dads and great cooks. This show is about us trying to figure it all out. I'm
0: Chris. And I'm Phil. Welcome to Dad's Kitchen.
1: Labor Day was just fine. We did absolutely nothing. And I think that's the goal, right? Maybe. Maybe. Like we all work so hard and this is an opportunity to work more. Maybe take a step back. Did you ever work in the food industry?
0: No, Phil, I can't say that I have. Honestly, like the the job that I currently am doing right now, I've been doing since I was like 18. Does that make you an outlier? According to
1: Malcolm Gladwell? Probably, probably. I'm pretty sure it does. Half people I know,
0: hours. Like the longest they've held a job is two and a half years.
1: Well, hopefully I'm not one of those people. But in regards to the food industry, do you know what Labor Day means? It means half the people you know just quit, and the other half are two hours late for work. And so you end up doing twice the work that you were supposed to do. And that's the food industry so if you work in the food industry you know what we love you keep going you're doing a great job don't stop we need you we love you we'll tip you I swear we'll tip you if you're tipping anything less than 22%, 22 percent 22 huh? it's it's the 21st century Chris so should the percentage match the year I think so okay I think that's the that's the rule of thumb from here on so on starting on. next year yeah you got it to 22 percent okay Okay.
0: I honestly like the way they do it in Europe where they actually pay people and you don't have to worry about tips, but whatever. There's a place here.
1: I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I'll put it in the show notes. It's one of my favorite French places and they don't accept tips. And it's like such such a foreign concept for so many people. But if you've ever been to Europe, that's how it goes. And it's amazing. Not because we're saying don't tip those that deserve a tip, but they just pay their working class so well. And it can be a, a really wages. beautiful thing.
0: Living wages. Well <laughs> that's it. Living wages. We all deserve living wages, I suppose. Sounds like your labor day was full of a lot of thought, I guess. It was
1: it was <laughs> full of ideas. Yeah. Ideologies, worthless mullings and
0: inklings and yeah. Thoughts on the value Obigning. of the labor. Ours, on the other hand, was pretty laid back. That's good. What did you do? Labor Day's Day is kind of a funny one. It's, uh, you know, the air is getting crisp. It kind of feels like the end of summer, even though we still have a couple weeks left. But it feels kind of sad in a way I sometimes, Phil. Sad that it's getting cooler. Yes, because summer's gone no. and uh, winter's, on winters around the corner. But I do think that Labor Day always, I, I think for me, it always kind of makes me want to give my like favorite summer foods a less hurrah, if you will, Phil.
1: Are we talking like Oscar Mayer hot dogs over
0: here? No, no, no. I don't know the last time I had one of those. We did just have some, some brats not too long ago. Did you put some sauteed onions on it? I don't remember what we had on our brats this time, but often one of, I think, my favorite accompaniments for for something like a brat, whether we're grilling it or just roasting it in the oven, is a vegetable that I wasn't super familiar with until a few years ago. But honestly, it's quickly become probably one of my favorite vegetables,
1: and that's fennel. And this is such an interesting concept because, full disclosure, Chris, I always thought of fennel as a seed, and that seed was found in a little glass jar found in the spice section of the grocery store. But that is not what you're getting at here. Well,
0: Phil, it kind of is. I mean, those seeds do come from the fennel plant.
1: Yeah, they come from the fennel plant, but there's actually more to the seed that most people think of as a spice. Like if a a recipe says add fennel, I would venture to guess that most of us would think They mean add the seed, add the spice,
0: add the the little grains. Potentially, yeah. They do all come from the same plant, though, Phil and actually but
1: there is so something so much more to it
0: there is and and it is a, a plant that pretty much every part can be used super interesting plant it's i guess it's part of the carrot family and it, i can see that it's got some like carrot like resemblance although it's not technically a root vegetable because i think the, the majority of it it looks like it, bok choy to me yeah i think the majority of it actually grows above the ground kind of does but my favorite part of fennel is it's kind of almost, almost like an onion type bulb, and then it has this green sprout off the top of it. That can be kind of long. It can be, you know, twelve to eighteen inches or so, and that's average, really. <laughs> yeah. And that has uh, it. Actually, really reminds me of dill that top part, and can really be used in the same way. And then it has flowers, and the flowers, like, there's seeds. And every single part of this plant is edible, which is super interesting to me, first of all.
1: Yeah, that is fascinating. Like, what about what about the flower? I would imagine it flowers at some point, right?
0: It does. It has these kind of cool little yellow flowers. And I don't know, you can do something with it. I've, I've heard that they're edible. I've never actually tried to eat one. I don't know if I've actually ever seen one because when you buy it from the grocery store it doesn't have those flowers on them
1: yeah sure or it probably does but it's it's in the bouquet over in the floral section
0: maybe i think they're small flowers but sure if you're if you're buying fennel in the grocery store the dill-ish looking green part is one of the things that you really want to be looking for it should be fresh looking not wilted And it should be a little bit on the longer side because, you know, it it starts to wilt and then the grocers will trim it. And so if you have a shorter green top, it means that it may have been sitting for a while. And then the bulb of it should be white and firm. It shouldn't be like soft or mushy or yellow or have spots or anything like that. And then, you know, you probably have a pretty decent bulb of fennel, I guess. I don't know what you call it. Chunk, hunk, hunk of fennel. Fennel bit, fennelicious.
1: That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty fascinating. So going back to my seed analogy, like the reason I'm kind of trying to tie, tie all this together is I was in India in mm, 2010, I believe, and it was really common inside restaurants that they would have a dish on the center of of all the tables, like as a centerpiece, but but it had a spoon in it, and and it was a dish of fennel, and it was really common to actually spoon out some fennel seed and then like sprinkle it throughout your your meal and i was a little weirded out by it but then i tried it and i thought man this is like this is an explosion of licorice and it somehow ties the curry together and like makes this really beautiful flavor inside your mouth and you could like literally put it on anything indian and so it i think it begs the question. The plant itself that you're referring to, does it have kind of that similar licorice flavor to it?
0: Yeah. So a couple things. Fennel actually is more widely used in Middle Eastern, Mediterranean, all the way through like Southeast Asian cuisine. And I think over here, at least in... America. It is not something that is seen as often. So I think there are probably a lot of people that have never like come across it or had it. It does have like a, a light anise flavor that's i don't know i think it's kind of nice it's not it's not like overpowering like black licorice it's it's very subtle it can be very subtle depending on the part of the fennel that you're eating the bulb i think is it, the bulb is definitely more subtle than the seeds but they do all, all the parts of the fennel plant do have that that kind of anise or licorice type flavor
1: well what do you know may
0: maybe, maybe it's not for everybody if you absolutely just hate licorice but like i said it's not it's not that overwhelmingly strong black licorice flavor
1: yeah you know, subtlety is the flavor of life
0: so i'm told so the seeds i think are often used in baked goods or on dishes like like a curry or a different kind of Middle Eastern dishes, like it's used in those a lot. Fennel seeds are used in Italian sausage. So the seeds that you see in Italian oh, sausage. Oh, that's right. I've seen those in Yeah, there. those are actually fennel and, and not like cumin or any of the other common seeds that you might come across. Do in you think terms someone of is like your local butcher
1: is like physically inserting each? Because like the fennel seed is kind of spear-like. Do you think they're just like poking them in there like acupuncture with
0: tweezers, just one <laughs> one at a time? Definitely. One
1: at a time, man. Those butchers—they
0: deserve a twenty-two percent tip. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So that that fennel seed is probably what the majority of us are a little bit more accustomed to. That's not all that there is to the plant. The green portion can absolutely be used really actually like honestly i know we've mentioned dill a couple times but it can honestly be used in pretty much every situation where you might use dill it can be like a garnish or you can use it when you're say like roasting a meat of some sort like a fish well, it looks just like it. It really does. And it, it does have like a different flavor profile than dill. It does carry a little bit of that anise flavor. But I think my favorite part of the fennel plant is actually the bulb. It's interesting. It's it's like refreshing. And you can you can eat it raw. You can roast it. You can grill it. You can probably do a lot of other things to it. It's just a, a very versatile and interesting vegetable. And it, I feel like it brings a good amount of variety to, to meals.
1: I had some at a restaurant recently and it was the bulb and it was, it was like quartered or almost maybe like a step past that. Like it had been chopped up a bunch of times and I thought it was artichoke hearts. Okay. Yeah. And then I took a bite of it and it was roasted. Uh, it was kind of like a sheet pan type-esque meal. And and I took a bite of what I thought was an artichoke heart and it tasted like black licorice. And I was so blown away. And I asked the server, excuse me, can you tell me more about these artichoke hearts? And they didn't even dignify me with the response. <laughs> Similar Chris to how you often <laughs> kind of like how you're doing this to me right now. You're just You're just kind of shaking your head. Yeah. One of these days, we're going to live stream this podcast and all of our lovely listeners can see the responses that I get from Chris and they're just, they're just shaking the head, just nodding. And moving on.
0: So yeah, as uh you had it, Phil, you can absolutely have fennel roasted. I think that's it, it's so great roasted. You know, it, it softens and it caramelizes so amazingly well. And I, I do think that again, it's not like an overwhelming licorice flavor. I, I feel like it's pretty subtle, especially when you roast it. It's similar in profile to an onion, actually. And and the bulb itself is kind of it's kind of like onion esque that it has all these layers. So the, the bulb portion of the fennel is white and does, you know, contain these kind of layers. And it's, it's maybe a little bit more firm than an onion. When you roast it, it takes on those same really great caramelization type characteristics that, that like roasted onion. Will will take on sure like the
1: like a cooked onion specifically a caramelized onion has a completely different I mean it, it might as well be a different vegetable than something raw
0: no absolutely it, it definitely changes the, the 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 flavor profile there I think with a fennel it it changes less. Than an onion, because an onion that's raw is super, super pungent, and then it sweetens. I think fennel always has a level of sweetness to it. It just gains an interesting caramelization factor when when you roast it, and... I think it works really, really well in a sheet pan type bake or roast. We'll do brats and or like an Italian sausage or something along those lines and fennel. And and we'll throw some onions in there or sweet potatoes or something along those lines. And depending on the time of year, I suppose. But it's really good. And then you can eat it raw. And I think it's also absolutely fantastic that way as well, Phil. So I think one of my favorite ways to, to eat fennel raw is in like a fennel salad. Actually, okay, and so you know, you, you were describing like a roasted fennel that was kind of more or less quartered. It kind of had retained that artichoke heart layered together type shape form. Togetherness, Together form, form of togetherness.
1: Okay, I know you're not a Waffle House guy, but do you know that's a way to order your hash browns? Togethered? No, what yeah, does that even a total mean? Oh no, I think it's like. Do you want them smothered? No, together. Do you want them flattened? No, you want them togethered.
0: So when you order them togethered, how does it come out? It's just like a pile of hash browns. Okay. So togethered is kind of the same as like normal. I just want my hash browns. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, I guess the opposite of your togethered.
1: I have so many
0: questions (laughs) about Waffle House. Mm.
1: Like mostly, what? Yeah, I know we have a lot of listeners here in the southeast, and but what
0: I feel like Waffle House is good in theory. Yeah, so uh, when when you're not eating your fennel (laughs) together, I think my again, I think I think my favorite way is is in a fennel salad, and you're gonna you're gonna actually really kind of cut your fennel as if it were an onion, and you're gonna end up with these great little like fennel crescents and. If you take that, that really like makes up the bulk of this salad. You can throw some lemon juice and olive oil and and some like salt and pepper stuff like that into it. Mm, yeah. And actually, my favorite, I think my favorite variation of this salad is with pears and shaved parmesan. And it yeah. Why not? That sounds amazing. So good. And to me, Phil, that is the epitome of summer. F- like fennel, just it tastes like summer. It's 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 bright and fun, and fresh, and it has that, like, crispness to it, especially when you're eating it raw. When it's on a grill, it just really accompanies, you know, any type of grilled meat really, really well. And it does have that that slightly different characteristic of that, like, that subtle anise flavor. And so, when I was thinking about Labor Day, and not I, I wasn't thinking about, you know, tipping people or whatever, I, I was thinking about the flavors of summer that I like, I realized that I want to eat more fennel before it's fall.
1: And we have two more weeks officially. If Labor Day is the unofficial end of summer, then I say, screw that. Let's eat as much fennel as we possibly can. Where do we find it? Is it like a Whole Foods thing or do you
0: think your local farmer's market would have it or just the grocer yeah i think that you can find it most places it's not as common but honestly fennel grows really really well just about everywhere you know if we're talking about zones it's indigenous to zone seven but it grows all the way up through zone four
1: and we all know what that means yeah
0: so that's honestly like that's a lot of the u.s that it will grow in so you might just keep an eye out for it it's One of those things that you're probably not used to, it's kind of funky. It kind of looks like an onion kind of mixed with a carrot, but give it a go. It's really, really good. I think it's super fun and interesting and
1: it's new. It kind of looks like if an onion married bok choy and then they got divorced and then one of those two introduced the carrot and then the other one was like, but what about dill? And all four of them had a baby together.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fennel. I'm not sure I want to figure that one out, but yes.
1: It's it's actually quite disgusting, but yeah, it's biology. It's
0: botany, Chris.